I can tell you exactly, give or take a minute or two, when American democracy came back from the dead, because I was there. 7.15 p.m., Central Time, the 3rd of January, 2008, Precinct 53, Theodore Roosevelt High. I know this, as I was regularly checking my watch. And besides, you couldn't miss the schoolroom clock, its old, white face the object of generations of teenage hatred and longing. After many months of maneuvers and television debate, it was time for the Iowa voters to offer judgment on whom they thought should be the 44th President of the United States. 6.25, and people had begun to trickle in from their offices, homes, and dinners, most of them elderly, all of them white. Five, ten minutes later, the scene had changed. The trickle had become a stream, which had become a flood, as if entire busloads of voters had suddenly pulled up in the car park. The dozing schoolroom turned into a Midwestern political souk, with champions of the candidates buttonholing voters, sitting the uncommitted down to persuade them to their camp. In they came, a few not so white, all ages, including families with small children wearing campaign T-shirts, the place filled with talk of the war, of health care, and comradely abuse of the Bush administration and all they had wrought. Down the corridor in the Republican caucus, there was less interest in defending the president and more in the competing styles of the contenders for his succession. The down-home intelligent candor of Mike Huckabee and the more corporate sleekness of Mitt Romney. By 6.45, there were no seats left in Precinct 53, and no standing room either, and people were still pouring through the doors. The registration table had run out of forms, and they were being filled as fast as they could be photocopied in the school office. Party regulars came up to me, shaking their heads in a happy disbelief. They had never seen anything like it. A caucus that in 2004 had tallied around 80, would this time probably count three or four hundred, a pattern that would be repeated all over Iowa and all through the country as the primary season continued. Most of those I spoke to had never been to a caucus before. Many of them were independents, and all of them felt this was a year to make their voice heard. At seven, the doors were shut, ramping up the excited sense of expectation among the packed crowd. 